Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. I don't know. Netanyahu, he just honestly, the man has to go. And you know what? He needs to take his wife with him. He needs to go and he needs to take his wife with him. I don't think that, uh, that, that anybody can afford e- either Netanyahu. That's both Mr. That's Mrs. And they can throw Yair Lapid, Yair Lapid, Yair Netanyahu into the mix just for good measure. And all of them honestly need to uh, need to shuffle off the political stage. Uh, that's my view. Let's speak to somebody else who's covering the story, and that is Shai Ben Ephraim. He's a freelance writer, he's an editor, he's living in Hollywood, he's a liberal Zionist. A very good morning. How are you? Well, for you it's not morning, for you it's still evening, isn't it? That's right. It's evening over here, but I'm doing great. How about you? Uh, we are well. Thank you this Monday morning. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving the Netanyahu's, uh, I, I don't understand it. Uh, you know, my theory is that some of the speeches either he or his aides are writing, and then some of them Yair and Sarah are writing. Uh, and that's when things go a little awry. Tell me your thoughts. Well, let's talk about what are we talking about first. What is this rift? What, um, what did he talk about? Well, he came on and um, he said two very important things in the last speech, um, one of which was that Israel will have full security ownership over all the land between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean, which was, by the way, tra- translated erroneously. Oh, was it? In the yeah. Western press. Yeah, it's from the river to the sea. Ah. Uh, which he didn't say. He said from the Jordan to, which is means the same thing, but it's not the same phrase. So take that as you will. Mm-hmm. He was using the classic Israeli security phrase, which is from the Jordan. Okay. Uh, the one you, like Yigal Alon would use, like Moshe Dayan would use. So he, there's nothing particularly offensive, um, nefarious about that. That's taken out of context. Okay. The much more important element here is that he said that there will be no Palestinian state no way, no how, which is a problem on two levels. Uh, First of all, Netanyahu in the past has said, famous Barilan speech, etc., that there could be a Palestinian state that would be demilitarized. He said that several times since. Then he's several times said that that there wouldn't. And also, it's a finger in the eye of of Biden, um, who has been trying to push him to get some kind of very partial recognition of the possibility of a Palestinian state. And according, and according to Biden, had even told him that that could happen as part of this process. And I do believe Biden when he says that. Oh, I don't doubt that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so how do we take this? Because he kind of walked it back, but he didn't. It's, it's, it's impossible to know what Netanyahu is actually, what he actually means when he speaks at the moment. Or maybe it's always been like this. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, if, if you just look at what he's saying, it's impossible to know what he's saying. Okay. But if you look at his interests and how he acts, it's actually very easy to know what he's saying, what he's thinking, and why. Help us out. Um, Netanyahu was burned severely in 1999 when he went too far with Clinton and his government collapsed. Right? He, he signed uh, two agreements, the Y Memorandum the y. Mm. and the Hebron Protocol. Uh, His coalition thought that was going too far because he was giving up territory. His government collapsed. He swore to himself when he made it back, and it took him about 10 years to come back, that that would never happen again. 
and it hasn't happened again. What he's always done is when push comes to shove, and even before push comes to shove, honestly, placate the extreme right wing, keep the coalition in in power. He knows that the, the moderate left can't really bring him down, but the right can, and the right will. And he knows that Ben Gvir and Smotrich are the real people who can bring him down in a second. Gantz and Lapid can't. And it's really that simple. And when he tells Biden something else, he's lying. He's lying so that Biden will help Israel out in the wars, that there isn't a crisis with the United States, but he's lying. He has no intention of having a Palestinian state. Um, if he may had a coalition that would allow it, maybe. But as long as there's a coalition that won't allow it, there's no way he will do it. In general, he doesn't yeah. like to take risks, and that's a massive risk. Right, which, which I get, and I also understand. Uh, I'm some, you know, I've always felt strongly about a two-state solution. The and the on answer to the this this, uh, this 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 particular crisis, but the reality is, for anybody who who says, well, wasn't you know, if we look at Gaza and we look at the terror that came from Gaza, uh, you certainly can't blame anybody uh, on the Israel side for saying, whoa, hold on a minute. I'm not sure that that is such a grand idea. Well, I certainly can't blame anyone for being against the Palestinian state after everything that happened. I, I am a pro-Palestinian state, so okay. I'll just gonna make sure that, you know, not to hide anything here, completely pro. Um, and I understand everyone who's not not pro, but I think the disengagement is not a good argument against it because the disengagement was unilateral. And those of us who want a peace agreement, including myself, many of us were against the disengagement. I was against the disengagement for, for two reasons. I'm, I'm a security hawk and I'm for a Palestinian state. And I thought it wasn't tough enough on security. And I thought it was taking us further away from Palestinian state. And I was right on both things. Um, the disengagement had no component of an agreement with the Palestinians. So they didn't feel like it obligated them in any way. Oh. And we didn't get any international um, guarantee. When I say we, I mean Israel. I, I was working for the Israeli government at the time. We didn't get any guarantees that uh, the security of Israel would, would be maintained in any way from the international community. We didn't get any guarantees from the Palestinians. There was no agreement. It was a stupid move. Absolutely stupid. We stopped our ability to um, bring in arms. We also didn't get the Palestinians to say that they wouldn't bring in arms. We didn't get the Palestinians to say they wouldn't use it as a terror base. We just left. Um, it, it, it doesn't, it's not an indication of what would happen if there was an actual Palestinian state with an agreement and international guarantees. Don't get me wrong, that might fail too. But the fact that something because you did have failed, you did have mean you did have UNRWA and you did have the United Nations there. So in theory, um, it should have there should have been some measures, but clearly they just weren't. There was no agreement with them either. There, there just was it was unilateral by definition. Of course, having agreement with them means nothing. Right now, Israel has a, a um, once in a lifetime possibly opportunity to shape the future, to come and say to the Americans, to the Saudis, to the United Arab Emirates, we want this, we demand the PAB reform, we demand security guarantees, we demand this, we demand that. And instead of doing that, Israel's doing nothing and allowing other people to shape what the future is going to look like. And that's actually a lot more like a disengagement than making an agreement. The disengagement was just allowing uh, Israel's enemies to shape what was going to happen because Israel left. And now Israel's allowing them to fill the vacuum. 
And it's for domestic political reasons. It's not for strategic reasons. So this can't happen with Netanyahu, according to everything you're saying. He's got to shuffle along. Uh, it, there needs to be a, a government that is prepared to negotiate, become part of this discussion and be part of the formation of the, uh, in the new Middle East because it really is greater than just Israel. It is including places like South, uh, Saudi Arabia who, who we know are keen to be part of this. It also diminishes Iran and, uh, and, some, of their, and some of their dangers. So uh, very, very, very interesting. Is it a possibility in your view uh, that that Netanyahu uh, can be ousted from this position. We 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 keep hearing that there's dissatisfaction even with his in his own team, but that doesn't mean it translates to anything. Yeah, well, we don't know. A lot of it depends on how badly he lands the plane of this operation. Mm. There's an there's a huge X here. The the way he handled the opening of the operation leading to the crisis may already be enough to to get him out. Mm. But if he actually screws up the landing, I think that that would be it. We've heard that Netanyahu will be toast many times. But if this war ends badly, and it really might because they're not making the right diplomatic moves, that could signal the end. There could be a a coalition that evolves around Gallant, Mm -hmm. the defense minister, and they would usher him out. All he needs is five or six people. And I, I could name who they would be. I just don't know if they'll actually do it. Before I let you go, uh, the, who, in your view, is the best person to lead Israel to, into a successful next stage? Uh, I would say at this point, the person who has the most cachet is not who you're going to expect me to say. It's Gadi Eisenkot after he lost oh, his, his family members in the yeah. war and is now the first one to say Netanyahu should go. I think Gadi Eisenkot has special credibility after being part of the struggle in such a personal way and handling it so well. I think it would be great to put him in charge. I think he would win by a landslide. Very and I think he'd make the right decisions on most things. What do you think? 34519 or 61 That is Shai Ben Ephraim. Uh, he is a freelance writer. He's an editor. He's living in a Hollywood liberal Zionist and uh, certainly somebody that has, uh, has a lot of inside knowledge and understanding of the situation.